Continuing Simon Kufnun Gimel, we are in the middle of Siv Zion. The Shulchan Aruch says, going to the top of the page, Let's say the Shiva the seven board members of the, of the town, seven of the board members, as we saw, they agreed to the sale. It was in public, wasn't you know closed door meeting. So they could take the money that they used from that they got from selling the shul, they could use it for whatever they want. If the entire bnei ear uh, agreed that uh, to whatever happens with this money, so whatever happened happened. The Rama says, anytime you have a shiva ear, when they sell it openly, publicly, they don't have to, the other people don't have to uh, say yes or no. That. Once it was done publicly, that means it's b'mamad anshir avashel krachim. So this whole discussion was talking about the basic nesses in a kfar, which we call basically a private shul. Doesn't mean a private person, but not open for the public, and the public doesn't have interest necessarily. The outside public who don't live there, they cannot claim we have interest in this shul. Avashel krachim, one of the major cities, shabam shem koyim masachem. Everybody comes into that there. I feel even though they, the, the community there, they built it from their own funds. That we can, they cannot sell unless we are which means then everyone says that whatever this guy wants, that could happen. He's allowed to do what he wants as long as there's Haskamas Hatsibar. That's the Mishabru, and he'll explain what all these words mean. Return the I feel this is Sivgan Lamed. I feel the Ezad Avashal. You can use it for anything. Pefirish, Koma, return the Mishabru, and Zadina Keshivatavi, every moment on Shayir, Shavashamach, Lahitzi, Mos, the Homashirzu, Kemashir Shulazad. They gave this person permission, you're in charge. If they just told him you could just sell it, they didn't tell him you could, you have the rights to the cash to do whatever you want with it. Then the money re- retains its kedusha. Openly, they did it publicly. Everybody saw it was uh, it was open. Nobody objected. That is called maimed ansheir. Ignore the hina lav business. Even if they built it from their own funds, so this town, it's, people come there for business and the likes, everyone uses the shul and they feel at home, but really, if you go back historically, we paid for it. doesn't make a difference. When you built it, you had in mind that people come here for work, and that's where you're building it. Someone who comes, he, he, we don't know where he is right now, he always used to come in. And... Uh, He's not asking to sell it. Even though everyone here, they made the, the committee and they want to sell it. That the people from out of town who use this shul, they're not uh, under the authority of these people who, who the, the, the Bnei Ha'ir. They have the right to daven here and you cannot take that right away from them. If they're going to elevate the money to use the cemetery, maybe the other people are not asking for this. Now, this is Bistam. Let's say we know they had no intention of building it for other people. They built it for themselves. Either they had uh, they made a tonight that we don't care about other people. 
Or when they built it, there was no one coming in for business. Then all of a sudden, 10 years later, there's a big factory opened up. There's it's a trade center or people started moving in in nice houses or the like. And now it's a populous place. Other people did not help them. So in those circumstances, even though it looks on the outside like a... Uh, like a krachim, like a basic national krachim, we would still consider like a kfar, and they could sell it as long as they have the typical conditions of the shiva taivir v'chulei kasev magen aram v'shim hamabeta. Fully basic national krachim, einim espalim ba'yichel l'machra. Even if it's a basic national krachim, no longer da- no longer people davening in there. If you no longer have people davening there, that would allow us to go sell it. This whole discussion is only talking in a case where you're selling the one shul in town and there's no longer going to be a shul. Meaning if you have land, whatever, whatever the situation is, you have other shuls around, so by removing one shul, it's not going to really affect the people that come from outside, that come you know, Monday mornings for work, They'll have another place to daven, so that would be muttered. What do they care? Who, which shul it is? They're coming from out of town, and you're a visitor. You go daven in whatever shul is available, and they would not have any say. So the Machaber says that they give it to the authority of a They said, You, and this is very typical when you have, very common when you have a Rosh Hashiva or a Rebbe, and they say, You're in charge. He has the same status as the board. If other people gave, gave uh, donations, when when uh, everyone gave money, so you, you really you would have to have told them before they donated, probably. Because once they donated money, so they have the rights. And who says they, they agreed to give it to uh, to one individual? Maybe by Chesid Shreb or Rosh Hashiva, that's what people assume. He, he's collecting for his own shul, he's going to be in charge. They didn't have in mind that one guy should sell it without their das. All it helps is that he doesn't need. Uh, as long as everyone's everyone's aware of it, you don't need to have the board. As long as people know, that's enough. No one's objecting. He's allowed to sell it. If they like a rebbe or a rosh Shiva, it's all yours. So then that would be mutter. You would not need anything. That uh, that he discusses. Chakira, uh, if the Mechira took place, did it not take place, is it some type of Mechach Tois or the like? Ayn Sham.